Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich or Miss, episode 217. Hey, my Richers, I'm Hayut, and I'm so happy to be here today with you. My guest today, Dan Morris's best advice to entrepreneurs, is to take time to review. Have a look at who you are actually working with. Talk to them and understand what they are actually using your product or service for. And I always love to talk about the best kept secret for entrepreneurial business success. The secret to finding more paying customers is not to convince as many people as possible to buy your product or service. It's to find those people who need your product or service right now and who will be the first to buy it. Dan Morris developed the 4 R's method. Review, refine, roll it out, and replace. I think you would love to learn his secrets. Dan Morris is an investor, advisor, and B2B growth expert with a mission to leverage his experience to impact 1,000 businesses positively by 2025. Helping companies to succeed in volatile markets, increasing profitability from existing strategies, and helping CEOs take positive steps forward to grow their business is where Dan's expertise is focused. Before running 30, Dan left a finance career to join a digital agency that showed him what a fast-growing service business could be. It went on to sell for £100 million. He then launched a digital signage network publishing content to thousands of screens and helped a content marketing agency reach number 61 on the Inc. list in the United States. Dan Morris, what a pleasure to have you here. Hi. Hi, how are you you doing? I'm doing great. And yourself? Very well. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, I am very happy that you are here. And I just shared with our listeners what you've done until now. And I would like you to share with us what are you doing and most passionate about today? And where are you heading? Right. I mean, we are working with businesses that need some help with growth. You know, we're helping B2B SaaS and services businesses who are stuck, stuck in that six to seven figure revenue range, and they need to break through to the next level. And what me and my team are working on is helping more and more and more of those people who are stuck. They want to grow. They want to help their teams develop and grow to the next level in their careers. And there's, there's something stopping them. And so we're, we're helping them to, to identify that and break down that barrier. And uh, it's a lot of fun doing that. Hmm. It's just very busy. <laughs> and uh, there's always a new challenge every week. 
is there one thing that uh, most of them are stuck with? Or your work is to find whatever is uh, stopping them in the way for each company? Um, there are some very common things that do happen. Our job is definitely to find out what is stopping them in each case. But very commonly, entrepreneurs will try and do too much rather than focusing on what could really work well with one mm. really good fit customer. Uh, and then sometimes they execute a marketing and sales strategy very well for a few months and then add some additional complexity just because they think they have to. <laughs> and that can make it less, they make the performance fall off, can confuse their team, and we can help them bring it back to simplicity and just focus on growing. People get in their own way by trying to complicate things rather than keeping them simple a lot <laughs> of the time. Yeah. And in trying to serve too many customers, at the same, too many types of customer, when actually there is really one clear group that gets the most value from what they're doing. So we try and help people identify that and keep it simple to start with and then help them to break through what was stopping them growing when they focus on that one customer or a small group of customers. And you have a very exciting vision in front of you, isn't it? Yeah, so I, I realized a few years ago when I, I was working as a solo consultant, giving a lot of my time away to work out what people needed and try and help them solve some problems and then making myself busy, I then realized that I developed some repeatable processes that were really useful to businesses very quickly. And so refocused and, and especially during COVID, we were able to help a lot of different businesses that needed to pivot quickly because their strategies got crazy. And so this, from this came a refocusing of our mission. And we're really focused on helping a thousand companies reach the next level, mm. break through to that next level by the end of 2025. Beautiful. And it's a really exciting goal and uh, we're growing to reach it. Wow. It is really exciting goal. And tell us a bit about your career, your path. Where did you start? How did you get to what you're doing right now? Well, sure. Me personally, I uh, started mm. a career at a very large bank. And they taught me to negotiate and to understand numbers very quickly. But uh I realized that my calling was really with smaller businesses that were moving much faster, uh, you know, a lot less red tape mm. and a lot more entrepreneurial energy. And so I got in with uh, some very fast growing services businesses, helped them to add more clients as a salesperson, helped them to improve strategies for how we can grow the size of accounts that we were already working with and win larger deals. So I worked with a series of services companies that grew very fast, uh, sold for significant numbers, and found myself working with a group of entrepreneurs who had several different businesses. And when the global financial crisis hit in 2008, we were working on a very exciting project selling to a group of banks, but wow. all of a sudden they ran out of money. 
And so uh, the, the opportunity arose for me to go with that group of investors from the UK out to the United States and help them build a business that became 61 wow. on the ink list in the next four years. So that was really exciting. Um, I, I led the sales team that built the sales team there and, and led it. Then spun another services business out of that and, and, and ran that as CEO. Uh, lots of service business work. <laughs> and then when, when I left working with those services businesses, I went and trained as a product manager uh, and then actually went to go and work with technology businesses, SaaS companies. And the training as a product manager helped me to focus even more on what the customer really wants, how to really get the customer to understand the value of the technology how to build technology that really works for the customer and how to communicate that in sales marketing and to talk with the technology teams. And so our business today uh, focuses really on both services businesses and SaaS businesses that are trying to translate what they want to do into how the customers need to hear it so that they can get value from it and so that they can grow. Uh, and I've built a team around me to support sales operations and content creation and sales coaching and training and so on and so forth. Hmm. And you see yourself as an entrepreneur yourself, isn't it? I, I guess so. Um, you know, yeah, it sort of it sort of just happened. Um, you know, when I when I left the services businesses, I was really wanting to give away some time and understand technology businesses that were out there that I could potentially be a part of. Uh, and as I, as I worked with lots of those early stage customers, I recognized actually there's a big opportunity in helping them out and, and helping them build those initial building mm. blocks. So slowly but surely, via a couple of W2s, uh, found my way into, okay, here's what we can focus on. Here's how we can help a lot of people. And then when we really focused on that, here's a thousand businesses, let's help a thousand businesses it became really exciting enough to say, okay, let's build a team and let's focus on helping as many people as we can. Hmm. As an entrepreneur and as someone that works with many entrepreneurs, what would be your best advice to any entrepreneur that listening to us right now? Mainly regarding customer focus and approaching their customers, but it can be other advice as well. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the advice that we would give is, is aligned with exactly what we do. And so take the time to review. Hmm. Just have a look at who you're actually working with and, and talk to them and understand what they're actually using your product or service for. If you review, then you can build that information into a refinement. So you can focus more on delivering more for what people are already getting from you. Hmm. Then so you've developed that refinement, you can roll it out, and then you can just run that review, refine, and roll out process until you get to the point where you can add in more people to be following that review, refine, and roll out process for you. And so whether that is something you do much more frequently like testing messaging within your marketing or whether it's something that you do less frequently but still relatively often like reviewing the outcomes of sales pipeline you know what happens with closed lost what happens with closed one and why 
you can then bake in those refine and roll out steps regularly. And so we recommend having a framework for what you're going to review, how often you're going to review it, and then making sure you bake in the refinements that you've learned, rolling it out with regular communication to the team. And that sounds really simple, like you should have been doing it anyway. But we find that entrepreneurs don't make the time to do that. And they're always just focusing on the horizon and shooting forward toward it. But we find the review, the refine and the rollout stages to be essential in really delivering on growth. Yeah, this is your, our principles, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, that's, this is exactly how we operate. Uh, you know, review, refine, roll out, and then ultimately as a business that provides resources to companies to help them get there, there's always a point where we need to replace ourselves with somebody who's going to take over that process internally. So we actually follow four R's, review, refine, roll out, and replace. Hmm. And works pretty well. Love it. And um, you've got successes. We started to talk about it and we'll talk about it in a minute. But I want to ask you, what is your biggest, most critical failure with customers? The one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most or almost the most? I think there's a couple. And, you know, a lot of people who've gone along the path that, that I did specifically before building out a team, you start out as a consultant to try and help out as many businesses as you, as you can. But at some point, you get the opportunity to go and join a company, and it's tempting. You decide whether you want to stick with your consulting business or whether you want to go in and be a, an employee on somebody else's team again. And I, and I think the biggest fail for me was not realizing earlier how many people we could help if we just kept it simple and delivered on this four R's framework, rather than being tempted to get in and try and fix everything within a business and then being tempted into a couple of W2s earlier. They were good experiences, but it, it meant that it slowed the process of becoming a developed consulting business that could help a lot more businesses. So I, I regard that as a fail because, uh, you know, we could have grown faster to help more people sooner if there had been more focus in those early years and, and you know, more fix and focus on the, on the consulting business rather than trying to fix all the things that were going on in those customers that needed us. Mm. So it was, you've got to draw a line in terms of, you know, what you can help with as a project and, and as, a, as a partner and the things where you can just go in and help everything because you've run businesses before. And uh, now we're very clear on that. And uh, it's been a few years since that was uh, a challenge, but definitely I would regard that as a fail in terms of not getting MindRacer to grow earlier. I understand so well what you're talking about because what we've decided is to focus on working between three to maximum 12 months with companies and we never proceed, but it took us time to understand that as well. Right. And it's that fourth R, the replace, that really... As is the kicker. Hmm, right. You can review and refine and roll out if you're going to be a part of the team for the next five to seven to ten to however many years you want to be part of a company. That's excellent framework for somebody who's in the company. But as a consulting firm, we we built in the replace because at some point that company needs 
they've reached the level of growth where they can afford a full-time sales right. leadership, for example. Um, and then we can help them place that person and train them to run the process and move on and add value for the next group of people. Exactly. And now I would like you to tell us the story of your greatest, most significant success as a result of the right customer focus or something that you did right about approaching your customers. Well, I think that the best thing that we've done, I think, is developing this four hours process. And the best example, the most fun example, is uh, we worked with a SaaS company starting in December of 2019. Yeah. Uh, so we were onboarding in January of 2020. And this is a company that had been around for nine years uh, and they'd grown to hundreds of thousands in revenue, even around a million dollars in revenue. Uh, they'd been a heavy services business. They'd been a heavy into the software side of their business and they'd struggled a little bit with who their core customer was. They'd struggled a lot with it. And yeah. over the years, they'd had a lot of successes and then they'd come back down to a point where they just said, you know what? We really help, need some help focusing. And so we got involved with their team, great people. We went in and reviewed who their ideal customer was, where their leads were coming from, what, they, what was happening as a result of their marketing, worked with their existing team to refine who they were focused on and where they were spending their time, rolled out new processes, new CRM layout, new this, that, uh, new messaging, new coaching to help the salespeople to stick to their focus and over the next four quarters that business 5x their revenue wow uh, and then q1 of 2021 they did much more revenue than they did in the whole of 2019 and so that's really fun uh working with a smart group of people who just were just stuck they just had a almost a glass ceiling and we help them punch through it, and now they're growing strongly. I think that I, I love that, and it's a beautiful example. And I think the main issue here is the understanding of the need of focus. It seems like so many companies are forgetting that, that you really need to focus, and they feel, and you said it before, they feel that in order to grow, they need to do more and more and more. Yeah. I mean, and as an employee, when I was running the sales team at the very fast-growing content marketing business, I did an exercise. We had a sales team of, of 47 people, so we were doing a lot of meetings, doing a lot of demos, a lot of, a lot of pipeline. I had a lot of data to look at, uh, and I was able to analyze the data there with the partnership of the marketing team and a, and a series of my colleagues there, and identified that there were actually five core markets that were really well for us and then a series of secondary markets where if we got an inbound we could do great work with them and so when we focused our strategies the conversion rate from meeting to deal went up 225 percent wow the average order value increased 40 percent and so they they are the they're the learnings that, <laughs> that i got very quickly there and and inspired the review, refine, and rollout process that we use today because um, businesses don't often spend time focusing on that until it's too late. Um, and if you can help them focus on that as soon as they've got 
uh, a reasonable amount of clients, then it can really help them to grow to the next stage. Hmm. Then can you recommend the best or most effective technological or digital tool that's related to customer focus marketing or sales? However, I'm not looking for the last shiniest tool in the endless list. I'm looking for something that really <laughs> works for you and can help other entrepreneurs as well. So we, we do most of our business with businesses that are moving to or have already adopted HubSpot. Um, we like HubSpot very much because it's got an extremely effective partner network. Um, they've got a very easy to understand tool itself. They've got an excellent knowledge hub that's free for CRM people. The CRM itself is free. And so for entrepreneurs, uh, there really is a, an excellent combination of value where you'll be able to use the CRM platform for free, use their knowledge base for free, and then when you're ready, you can grow into their marketing tools or their sales tools as well. They're certainly not the cheapest when it comes to this, the marketing tools that are out there. And so, you know, we do see businesses using a lot of different marketing tools early and then potentially migrating later to HubSpot's own marketing tools. But the CRM is the core of a lot of what we do. Uh, we're focused on providing experienced sales leaders and resources around that so that's a lot of the place that we look um, but then when their marketers are on the client's team and we're all in that same system looking at marketing qualified lead criteria and sales qualified lead criteria we find that to be a very easy system to work with hmm. and actually you're talking about CRM which I believe that uh, this is one of the first things that each company must have this is my own belief but uh we saw that it helps a lot. Yeah. The thing is for certain, sales and marketing are getting more and more technology focused every day, every week. There are thousands of marketing platforms, thousands of sales technology platforms out there, as you just mentioned. And any business, any sales business, any marketing business that does not have somebody who understands how to use that technology in its core or providing advisory services to them is not keeping up with what the market demands today. Hmm. Right. It's essential to have a partner or an internal team member who can really speak the language of those technologies so that they can help their team to succeed using those technologies. Hmm. It's just not an option. You know, there are many factors that uh, affect one's success. However, I do believe that for each of us, there is one factor that really helps us succeed. And I want to ask you, what is your one key success factor? It's always setting a goal that requires urgent work. Uh, you know, just just being busy is a state of, thrive mm -hmm. for me personally i don't do well with spare time or idle time i just don't really know what to do with it um yeah so if i if i've got a day where it is packed with things that we're working on and adding value in that way that really gives me a great sense of fulfillment um but i think as a, as in my early career it was definitely curiosity 
Um, you know, I was always curious about why, how we could bring the most value to a business. And so I would always research that business more than any other person in sales. And then I inspired my sales teams to do the same because it got them better results. And now, you know, leading a group the way that I do, it's, it's being curious about why a business didn't quite solve this problem themselves and helping them to recognize that so that they don't get in their own way again. Um, I think that's something that um, is just a natural thing to me uh, that over the years I've realized is not as common as I thought it was. Hmm. Uh, and I think that's a real asset. I can't, I can't turn off the curiosity and um, always want to find out what's the underlying reason behind things. And, uh, for better and for worse, sometimes that takes you into a rabbit hole a little bit, um, but also it can get you really interesting clarity if you know how to balance it. Hmm. Love that. And my final question is my mountain question. And as my listeners already know, I've been imagining this journey of entrepreneurship as climbing a mountain. Step after step after step, and then when you reach the peak, you're usually looking to climb a higher peak, and sometimes you need to go down. And at some point, I started to ask my guests, and that's what I'm asking you, whether you ever climbed a mountain or wished to climb a mountain, or do you have any relationships with mountains at all? Absolutely. <laughs> um so uh, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a young person, um, I grew up in a family which was very much focused on hiking and climbing mountains in the UK. My dad had a, a military upbringing, so he's very outdoorsy. I was in the Boy Scouts. We'd always be out hiking, those sorts of things. So I, I've climbed most of the larger mountains in the United Kingdom. So that was one, one part of it. Then when I got into my career, uh, I definitely had an aspiration to become a CEO one way or another. Um, and so worked my way up the career track to become a CEO. Uh, and then you mentioned coming down a mountain after you get to one peak. I certainly did. Uh, you know, when, when I become a CEO of, of, of a company that I built for a group of investors, uh, I then stepped off the top of that mountain, um, not, not directly, but, you know, sort of walked down it um, and then had a period of time where I was like, OK, well, what's the next what's the next mountain to climb? I'm not really sure what it's going to be. And then so setting this goal to make sure that we help a thousand companies before the end of 2025 is is the current professional mountain for me uh, and the team that we're building all the time um, but a personal mountain for me this year is we're training to ride 980 miles which is the length of the united kingdom from lantern oh. to john o'groats wow. in september um there's certainly a lot of uh, preparation for this climb that needs to go on this summer. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely about mountains, and, and that's how I see them. Challenges to be prepared for and climbed. Hmm, beautiful. And uh, then, what is the best way to connect with you for any of our listeners that would like to be in touch? For sure. I'm, I'm very easy to find on LinkedIn. You just search on LinkedIn. Dan Morris profile is actually my LinkedIn uh, URL there. You can find us at mindracerconsulting.com. So again, that's mindracerconsulting.com. 
and on there there are some resources and lots of interesting things that will hopefully help people get unstuck if they if they would like to take a look there and uh, always to help out that sounds fantastic and we are going to have all of these links in the show notes of this interview and then i would like to thank you so much it has been a pleasure talking with you and I wish you luck in your mission and I hope you will reach the 1,000 companies that you're going to help with much earlier than 2025 and then you can run for the next 1,000. Exactly. We're working hard on exactly that goal and we thank you very much. It's been a real pleasure talking with you today and uh, I, I hope that everybody got great value out of this uh, this podcast. Look forward to how we can support you and, and your community uh, as we go forward. Mm, thank you so much and take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss show the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.